reached the Entertainment Hotline, a chatter podcast. Listen as celebs dial in to chat with Anita Annabelle. Chatter.com.au and Media Week's Head of Entertainment. Dial 1 for movie stars. Dial 2 for streaming stars. Dial 3 for TV stars. Dial 4 for music stars. Or press 0 to speak with the star of the show herself, Anita. Hiya, I beg your pardon. It's your best from TikTok. This is such a moment for me. Hello. Hi. This is the biggest moment for me, honestly. I've only just discovered TikTok. How sad for me. I've only just discovered TikTok and your videos come up on my For You page all the time. And I mean, I follow you. I like, I actually sometimes even go through and I know that I'm allowed to fangirl right now because I think anybody listening to this is literally going to feel the exact same way. I just scroll through and just keep seeing if there's anything new that I've, that I've missed or you are just so freaking talented. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, yeah, it's crazy when people say that. They're like, I see your videos all the time. And, and it's weird because sometimes my own videos come up on my own For You page. And I'm like, how's that? How is something broken? Because how's my own <laughs> video coming up that's happened a couple of times when my videos come up and I'm like, this is not right. There's something not right here. But yeah, no, I appreciate that. I mean, honestly, normal person genuinely could not be any more plain and vanilla. And people are like, you're really funny. And I'm like, am I? I didn't really know what's funny, but apparently I am. You're so funny. I love how you call yourself plain and vanilla. Like you're anything but. You're so you know out what? there and fun. And Do you know what? I think I'm just my own biggest critic. I think I feel like, and do you know what it is? When people meet me in real life, I always find it really, really awkward because I think, what if I don't live up to this expectation of being the funny guy? But my friends say it to me all the time. They're like, do you know what? You're not trying to be funny. You just say things that people laugh at you. So that's probably what they <laughs> expect from you anyway, that you're just going to open your mouth and they're going to find it funny. But I'm like, no, I still have this sort of, do I need to put an act on? Do I need to say certain things? Do I need to be funny? But yeah. It's, the best thing about you is awkward. that you're just who you are. And you know what? Firstly, you're in the Woody tick. I, I yeah. can literally just sit here and just watch you. I actually, am, it's quite surreal watching because it's like TikTok is, is such a huge beast that we have discovered all of these regular people, yeah. like you, you know, you call yourself plain and vanilla, but like we've discovered all yeah. these regular people and the talent. And, but for me, looking at you wearing this Woody, I feel like I'm, I know you, I feel like I know who you are. I know your personality. I feel like you're yeah. a friend that I hang out with every single day. And I think, do you know what? I think that's why, I think why it's done so well. Um, because at the end of the day, we all go home and we all time into bed with our Udi on or with our blanket and just watch TikTok. So what people say is that when my video pops up, like on a Stitch video, when my video pops up, people are like, what I've seen is basically a reflection. So like I'm doing the yeah. exact same thing. So it's almost like we're together watching it. So yeah, exactly. become like this familiar thing. Yeah, it's crazy. I love it's that. Crazy, absolutely. And usually I want to start with like, you know, your latest project or, but what I want to do with you is I want to talk about how the heck you got here. This is, you are a secondary yeah. school teacher. We call that high school in Australia. Yeah. So yeah. that's year seven to 12 for us. Um, uh, yeah, but then, similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so what, like 12 to 12 to 18? Ooh. So we, yeah, it's age, I think it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how old my year sevens are. That's crazy. Isn't it? Uh, 11, 
11 to 18 oh, or 11. maybe they're 12 yeah i can't remember actually i think the youngest I've, it's been a very long time since i taught year seven so i can't remember how old they are meant to be because to me they're all just 12 i'm like when i when i say something i'm like you're all just 12 years old and they're like i'm 14 i'm like exactly the same thing. <laughs> exactly <laughs> you're at least 15 years younger than me it's the same thing <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah there is that but then you go from being a teacher, which you still are a teacher, and we'll touch on that soon, but then you become this TikTok sensation and you appeared on The Circle in the UK. Like, how yeah. did this all start for, for you? I can't, I just can't wrap my head around it. Do you know what? It was actually one of my pupils who, we went into lockdown, um, 20, well, the whole world, 2019, yeah. uh, well, back end of 2020. Um and it was around that time that somebody, one of my pupils, before we went into lockdown, was like, sir, what are you doing at home? Because um, we were doing online lessons. And she said, why don't you start doing TikTok videos? Um, and I didn't take her seriously. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I posted one or two where, you know, like dances and like cooking at home. You know, all the things that everybody did with, with social media. <laughs> so I thought, let me do it. I'll do a few fun things. And then um, I stopped doing it. And then the circle sort of like, fell into my lap because I was always on social media. So I've always done like either YouTube or something social media. Yeah. So the circle sort of fell into my lap. Went on there. When I came out of there, I was like, okay, maybe I should focus more on the social media side of things because to, once I came out of the circle, I thought I can build, bring an audience to the TV show and at the same time. But what I started to do was I started to do what I thought was right, which is sounds really dumb, but I, I started to make videos of what I thought people wanted to see. Mm. Trending videos, you know, trending sounds. Eventually, back end of, I'd say, 2021, um, starting 2022, I really thought, okay, do you know what? I'm just going to do whatever I think's right, not what I think people want to see, but what I enjoy. Oh, my God, my uh, headphone. Sorry, <laughs> one second. <laughs> Falling apart. Um, <laughs> so I, I just decided what I'm going to do is I'm going to do something a bit fun i like what i normally do so i was watching a video once and i reacted to it and uploaded it and people fell in love they were like this is crazy this is so funny and i love the fact that he's in bed doing saying this at the same time <laughs> um and then i cannot tell you how i mean my goal when i hit 2022 last year january i had 100,000 followers and i was so over the moon i was like 100,000 followers this is crazy and then I wrote on my, I've got it in my room. I wrote on my mood board. I wrote, now I have a mood board because someone said, do manifestations. You know, in January, everyone has these goals, don't they? Which <laughs> never, you never do. But You're January, speaking wrote, my language. You're wrote, speaking my language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally wrote on there 500K. And I was like, 500K, that'd be a great aim to get in a year. Um, and then I slowly started, carried on doing what I was doing. When I make content when I want to, rather than as opposed to like, wanting that expectation i was like when i'm bored i make content if i need a day off i'll have a day off and that's it so um, sorry yeah, have a day so, off have a day off literally so when i need a day off i'm having a day off so oh my so I god like, i love that that's that's one of your catchphrases it, it was just crazy like I, I honestly if you if you saw what happened in december i hit uh, no november Oh, sorry, end of October, I, 1st of November-ish, I hit a 500k. So I was like, oh my God, my year goal, yeah. done, brilliant. I was like, yay, my year goal, done. December the 
16th, I hit a million. And I was like, what? <gasps> what, what oh, I just got goosebumps. What just happened here? Like, I was like, what just happened? And then, and then I was like, and then now obviously it's grown to like 1.5. And like, I just didn't see it happening the way it did. And I didn't see, I don't know what, what I, I don't know what my expectations were. And I don't know what, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I genuinely don't know. That's my answer. Like, I don't have a clue what happened. The thing is, like, we, I think before we were recording, we were talking about how I'm a huge fan in Australia. The other thing I didn't tell you was that I've told quite a few people that you're coming on and everyone was like, oh, my God, I love Shabazz Says. So you have a huge fan base here. So, like, yeah. where in the world do you have a fan? It's like all over the world. What's the most obscure place that you've found that there's a fan base? Do you know what? It's really weird. Germany. Right, because I, okay, it's not obscure, but the thing is, I don't speak. We speak. We're English-speaking countries, so the ones that like, I mean, obviously Germany they speak English, but it's not. It's not there. Like Australia, Canada, America, you'd assume you assume that you have a fan humor. base. Yeah, and the humor translates. Um, I never thought I'd have a fan base in any other country except the UK because I genuinely, <laughs> I'm from the north. We have a very dry sense of humor. I have a very sort of northern dry sense of humor, which doesn't always translate. So I assumed, would that humor really hit Australia, America, whatever? But Germany is really strange because it's such a big cohort in Germany. Like I have some pupils who um, were telling me that one of their one of their friends. So I have a lot of German students, and they were saying that one of their friends in Germany. Um, was doing economics and doing poverty in economics in school, and one of the te- the teacher pulled up one of my videos and saw it <laughs> in class, and she told her friend who's one of my students that oh my god, there's this really fun TikToker from the UK. Have you ever seen him? And she was like, you know, that's my science teacher. That's like, like that's science teacher. teacher. Yeah, I do science. Yeah, also. <laughs> I actually don't exciting. think I boring. knew that. No, 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 no. I just don't think I knew that. For some think... reason, I just assumed history and English. The boring <laughs> subjects. You really are making me even a lot. History and English. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I don't think I come across as a history person, though. English, I can just about speak. English. Right? So I don't yeah. think I'm gonna... Yeah, I'm definitely not teaching. I can just about string a sentence together. Definitely not teaching it. Um, but yeah, no, science, science is a subject. So it's like I said, it's crazy where people are in the world and like i think so i i only started to put videos on uh reels so tiktok uh instagram on instagram yeah in december yeah in december and i had nine thousand followers in december <laughs> that's how much i had when i started so this is a really really interesting thing when i first started to make videos i wanted to bring them over to um instagram and I posted on my story saying, I would love to get to 10K. This was back in 2021, at the end of 2021, yeah. just before 22. And I was like, I'd love to get to 10K. I had about 6,000 followers and I was like, I'd love to do it. And somebody messaged me saying, you'll never do it. Um, your, there's your audience on TikTok. It's just made, it's just a fluke. And it happens because the algorithm likes you. Um, and it's most of just your kids following you. Uh, on t- Instagram is all about serious people. So I, it was really, do you know what? It's really funny. I never get disheartened by um, like, you know, that negative comment. That one really touched a nerve, but I think mm. it was because it was my own insecurity and what somebody was doing was somebody was voicing my own insecurity. 
other things people say I'm not bothered about but because that really was my insecurity where I was like am I really successful because I have imposter syndrome so I was like am I really successful because I'm good or am I successful because it's just an algorithm or it's a fluke or people have just shared my video or whatever I always blamed or always sort of gave the praise to other people um so I stopped doing it I was like I'm not posting my videos on Instagram I'm not doing it and then um December I was like all right what's what have I got to lose let me post them um I need I was on around about I was on about 9k so I was like let me get up to 10k before the end of the year um yeah so that was December the 15th and, and now you're at half a million what, in Instagram uh, yeah I'm on well uh 853,000 oh, now <laughs> yeah so how crazy is that but yeah so did that I, just and that that yeah, just yeah, spiked. Yeah, it, has, yeah. it did, didn't it? it has, yeah, 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 I yeah. thought so Since, because I was yeah. like, I'm sure the last time I checked, you were only at half a mil, and now you're at like eight. Yeah. Oh my goodness! When we spoke to come on here, I was on. I was like two weeks ago, I think it was. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You half were. I mil, thought so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted so, to touch on the imposter syndrome that you said because imposter syndrome is a really, really, really common thing for a lot of creatives. But one thing that we have in Australia, and I don't know if you know this term, tall poppy syndrome. And it's like no. when tall poppy syndrome is when somebody is lifted up and they're successful and they're um, they're really good at what they do. And then tall poppy syndrome is people just come and cut you at the knees and the negative comments fly. And the, and that yeah. then kind of feeds into the imposter syndrome because you're kind of like, you know that you're really successful, but then you're like, am I successful because people are telling me that I shouldn't be? Uh, yeah, I think, do you know what it is? is I've always been the the person that, you know, you know, you're saying about the poppies. I've always been the person that cuts my own. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, <laughs> my own critic. So I'm like, you're going you too cut yourself tall, at the knees. cut you down. Yeah, yeah. I'm like you're too, you're growing too tall. Like stop. Um, so I feel like I've always had an inkling. I okay. So without sounding like uh, arrogant, there's been a there's a part of me since I've been a kid that I've always thought you need to be doing something great in the world. Whether that's making people laugh, entertaining people, you need, you will do something. And I thought teaching was it. When I hit when I got into teaching, I was like, this is it. I'm this is what I'm meant to be doing. I'm meant to be entertaining but also educating and also educating. imparting wisdom and making making people feel good and the mm. way I do that through through teaching is by making students feel good when they get their results you know what I mean when they get the results and they're successful I'm like yes and I feel good about it TikTok came along and and I still convinced myself that maybe I wasn't doing and I still think to a certain extent I did for such a long time go maybe it's this maybe it's this and I constantly told myself that it's not success because I did something. Um, it's only when it walked, moved over to Instagram and it really did do the same thing. And now, you know, we've talked about how big it's grown. I've had to take a step back and have that conversation with myself, that yeah. sort of negative person and go, hold on, who are you fooling? Now, who are you trying to convince that it's not because of you? Because like how many people need to tell you how amazing your content is or how amazing you are before you tell Start yourself to that. believe so, it yeah yeah so I think I just needed to just grow up right I just tell myself yeah. get over it and get on with it so I think I've started to appreciate that maybe my content is good but not all the time I think there's days where 
I just don't want to post. Like I had a really bad sort of feeling this today. I was just like sat and I was like, oh, are people getting bored of my content? Maybe people don't like it. Maybe I need to do something different. And then I read some of the comments and that made me feel better because I was like, oh, actually, wait, hold on. It doesn't matter what I, I think. It matters what the audience thinks and the audience are happy with it. So, yeah. So happy. Think, you uh, just got to read one comment. Just yeah, got to read, you know. Like, but also it's okay to have those down moments, you know. Even I was having a down yeah, moment yeah. this morning just before talking to you and I, like, was so excited to be speaking with you. And I think, um, firstly, it's a full moon, so that could be... <laughs> That could be yeah, part yeah, of it. Yeah. But, but if you're, I'm, I'm sorry that you were having such a down day and yet you still came on and you're still mm. your bright, bubbly self. Oh, no, like, don't get me wrong. My down days are like everybody's 110%. <laughs> like, when I'm on 90%, everyone else is on 150 So I'm like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, oh, you're, on you're it. okay. Just, He's I'm, all right, guys. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm totally fine. It's just what I meant was I was like, when I woke up, I, I must have woken up the wrong side of the bed. I don't know what my issue was, but I was just exhausted. So I woke up and I was like, oh, and I was looking at my videos and I was like, oh, are they even funny? Are people even finding them? I don't want to record because maybe people, and then I just thought, I honestly came home and I went, get over it, snap out of it. And I recorded about five or six videos and I was like, I put them yes, out there. Content. Like, yeah, there's yeah, a few videos out there. So I put them out there and I was just like, honestly like I just I just am my biggest my worst enemy mm. I need to get over it but I think it'll just happen hopefully yeah hopefully, of course I mean I mean it's probably human nature to to be flip-flopping flip-flop you know yeah all the time even at work I'm the same like honestly I can I have moments where I'm like I, I just can't be bothered today but I love my job so at the same time I'm like which one is it pick one you can't yeah. not like your job and like your job at the same time so yeah you're allowed time. to have those days we all have those you know those yeah, days totally. where you're like oh I love my job but oh I just can't I can't I just stay in bed today but yeah. speaking of your job so your kids so you had one pupil who told you you've got to do TikTok and then you owe her your career, your TikTok career did yeah. she know that? <laughs> uh, but, do you know what? It was an old school. So um, she's gone now. She's like left. She was in year 11. So she's like long gone. But I'm sure she probably looks back and thinks, that was my idea. That was Maybe me. royalties. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But then what are your students like? So you're, the thing that I, I just can never get over is the fact that you're this TikTok sensation, yet you're actually still just teaching. No, when I say just teaching, I mean you're teaching, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're doing a job, you're going to school every day teaching science to these kids. What, how does that even – it doesn't compute to me. What, what are the kids like? Do you know what? I, I don't – I think what I do, though, is when I go in, I know that they know. We have this sort of unwritten rule that we just don't talk about it. So – it's a thing where like in the classroom, in that immediate time, I'm your science teacher teaching you about science. I know the itching and dying to sort of like say things and you can hear it. Like if I say things, because obviously my language that I use on TikTok is the same language I use in everyday life. So the other day someone was chewing, I went, I beg your pardon. And they erupted in laughter because they were just like, <laughs> oh my God, he said it. So like little things where I'm like, stop I have a day off and they're have like oh my god he said it so they lose their minds over the effect I think it's very different like for for us we grew up with youtubers but they were just normal people that we knew mm. 
they've yeah. grown up with YouTubers as celebrities. So for them, I'm no longer just a person that makes videos. For them, I am huge. And they're like, he's in my classroom. Like, yeah. The man on the screen with a million followers is sat teaching me about atomic bonding. <laughs> so, so <laughs> they find it crazy. Whereas in my head, I'm like, I'm just regular. They're like, sir, you're not just regular. You need to grasp that you're not regular. So I was like, you're not. Yeah. I would be if if every time you said Avaday off or I beg your pardon or yeah. uh, I would just I would lose my mind because it is that's something that we've come to know about you. So if anyone and everyone will now go straight to your TikTok and Instagram straight after this, but. For those coming here because they love you, they are your catchphrases. Are they something that you always said beforehand? To be fair, we, do you know what? It's really bad because as Northern people, there's a lot of catchphrases that haven't probably gone across the world. I mean, like some of them are quite common. Some of them are just Northern slang or Northern speak that we've always had. Like our mum said it, our neighbours said it. We've heard it a lot in school and things like that. The thing is that because <laughs> I've said it on the internet, it's almost become my catchphrase, but there's so many people are like, I've been saying that all my life and he made it his own. <laughs> so like the word povel, it's just been a thing that we've always said. Australians say it, Canadians say, say it. We say it, yeah. Yeah, and because it's become so synonymous with Shabbat says, I find it crazy because then they assume People assume that, oh, that's a Shabazz says thing, but it's like, no, it's not. It's just uh, yeah. a thing. It's just yeah. great so to tag, hear you say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. People tag other people. Like when somebody says it on this, I think there was this Australian TikToker who said the pobble, and in the comment section, they were like, you're copying Shabazz. How dead? <laughs> and I was like, no, she's not. She's really not copying You literally Shabazz. did she's not. Genuine, you literally did not invent yeah. it. <laughs> Invent the word. It's not a made-up word that I made up. It's just a word I use a lot. Um, but no, in answer to your question, I do use it a lot. Like I do, and that's why it's really difficult because in everyday language, sometimes I feel like I'm being Shabazz says about things. Like I'll be, I'll, I'll be sat with my friends and I'll go, oh, "Stop it! Have a day off. Why did she do that?" And I'm like, "They're like, why are you reacting like Shabazz says?" And I'm like, "Because that is because me. that's I who I am. To react. That's <laughs> like, literally to react." Yeah, so. it's interesting that you're kind of saying that you you kind of are like, oh, did I react as Shabazz says? But being Shabazz, that's who you are. I love that yeah. you don't. It's almost like you're not masking who you are. That's that's the joy of TikTok and being a content creator is you can literally be who you are. Do you feel yeah. like there's any time that you actually do kind of put on a facade when you're out, or do you do you try to mask that at all? I, I think I do. I think, like I said, I think there's a really big thing about expectation. I think when I meet people, I think I don't want to let them down. I don't want them to think, oh, you know, oh my God, is that the guy I watch every day? He's well boring. Um, so I kind of, I don't think I overdo it. I think I undercompensate. So I become even more awkward about it. So mm. when I meet people, oh like, yeah, oh my God, Joshua says, and I'm like, yeah, hi. <laughs> hi. That's me. Hey. But because... <laughs> Because if you think about it, we're normal people. So that mm. doesn't happen to normal people. I think when, you, when you're a celebrity or when you're someone who is, you know, out there, who's been singing, who's been on tours, who's made albums, who's done all that, 
for me, traditional celebrities have gotten used to it, gotten used to the adoring fans or whatever. But I think mm. for me, going to te- going to you know to the shopping center and buying a loaf of bread, going to going somewhere like Asda, or you wouldn't Asda, but Asda like you know shopping center, shopping supermarket, going to supermarket and having someone come up to you and be like, oh my god, Joshua, it blows my brain. I'm like, it's just I'm just buying bread. A normal person buying bread and they are fully losing it. They're like. This is Shabazz Save buying bread. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, you're a real so. person. Even you just going, <gasps> that is such a you <laughs> thing to do. Like, listen to me. I'm like, that is yeah. such a you thing to do. It's, it, yeah. it is. And that's like the beauty of you just being who you are is that even just talking to you, it is like, this is who you are. And I want to know when you were a kid, when you were at school, what were you like as a kid? Because were you out there? Were you an introvert, extrovert? Do you know what? If you spoke to any of my high school friends or anyone that knew me from high school, they'd say I was exactly the same. Um, I love that. I think I don't think I ever grew up or learned how <laughs> to not be the class clown. Like I don't, you know how people change. I met a, a friend from high school years ago, and when I spoke to her, she was that wild sort of like out there. When I spoke to her, she was like, "Hi, are you alright? How's everything?" And I just thought. And I was there, you know, oh my God, it's you. I want you. She was like, yeah, I'm really good. Everything's really good. And I was like, I was so shocked. I was like, why are you somebody else? But it's been 15 years. That's why I am somebody else. And I was like, (laughs) I'm not. It's been 15 years and I'm still the same person. I don't understand. At some point, do I stop being Shabazz? No. when, When do I? Yeah. So it's crazy. I think, yeah. I don't know. I think I'm but exactly the same. I, I, think. I think it's because you've also found your you found your identity early. I think that's that's the great thing is yeah. that you just you know it seems and this is quite an assumption that you just felt comfortable with who you were from the get go. Yeah, hundred percent. I think. I don't get me wrong. It's it's been a learning curve. As, as mm, of been course, moments where I've just kind of I've there's always been aspects of my personality where I've gone. You know, because I'm quite defensive and that came from being like high school. So the experience of like bullying in high school when I was quite younger in high school. So it's year seven, eight. I was bullied. So I think that idea of defensive nature and cut people before they cut you like, or, you know, get, mm. get them before they get you has always been there. So like I will see negativity when sometimes it's not necessarily negativity. So there is that aspect to my personality. Where I'm like, OK, you could li- you could loosen up a little bit. But yeah. the joy, I think, has come from those experiences because I truly love making people laugh because <laughs> I know there was a time when I probably didn't have anyone to make me laugh and I felt so bad about myself. So now I'm like all the time, make people enjoy it and have fun. Mm. And part of that sort of looking after people is making them laugh because, you know, you the, there's no greater joy than making other people have a good time. So, so yeah. yeah, I think that's where that... Do you mind me asking what people bullied you for? Just, do you know what? I was always outspoken, flamboyant, and just just fun. I've always been like this. Like I said, I've always been the class clown or the the just out there, fun personality. Mm. Never really cared about what people thought or said or whatever and just did what I needed to do. So people would always, so I was always, I've always felt I was always too, I was always well-spoken too. I mean, I was always quiet. I mean, where I come from, we have very strong regional accents. I mean, I have a regional accent, but very different from my hometown. Mm. Um, I can sort of slightly put it on 
um, if I need to, because just to assimilate, so I can put it on sort of like be a bit more Blackburn I'm from. Um, but I was always very well spoken, very just different. I guess anyone that's different for anything, whether you're you know well spoken, whether you're flamboyant, whatever you are, high school's high school, isn't it? Mm. Regardless of whether we're in 2023 or we were in 2007, it's a different. It's still the different people are always not necessarily phrased the way they are now. So all the people that would have said things about the flamboyant nature or the dramatic nature or all the things that I'm celebrated for now, it's so strange because I'm celebrated for those exact things now than when back in the day I wasn't. So all these things that you say, like, you know, like me being all the dramatic or being shocked or all that, like all these Shabazzism, they would have been like, they, those would have been, th- they would have been things that they would, have, they would have used to sort of like, as a negative, whereas mm. I turned them into a positive, I suppose. So, yeah. So, yeah, kids can just be cruel for whatever reason. That's just the way it is sometimes. It's sad that you being who you are, was you were bullied for, but how, what an absolute kick-ass revenge story to now be exactly <laughs> who you crazy. are and be so successful for it. Yeah, totally. And I think, I think the, one of the reasons I became a teacher was to never allow a pupil to feel that way. And that was one of the things. And I think with me now as an adult, it's, I'm, I'm sort of, I think I'm sort of healing the, the high school kid in me as well at the same time by doing all these experiences. And I, not only that, being the popular teacher also means that that high school kid that never really got those experiences gets to get those experiences as well. Like, even though I'm a teacher, I get to be, I get to have conversations with all the popular kids and like, you know what I mean? It's really crazy <laughs> to say that, but cause that's not why we do it. But you know what I mean? Like in your mind, you're like, oh my God, all the popular kids think I'm popular. You know what I mean? You are. You're like the cool, you're probably the coolest person in that school. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, it's crazy. And I think te- other teachers would, yeah, would, would not be too happy about like a lot of teachers are not so happy about that like it's very uh especially all the teachers they find it very uh they they can't get their head around the fact that i do yeah they're like well what do you mean aren't you a bit too comfortable with like students knowing that and i'm like well you know i post what i post and they see what i like them to post it's not you know i mean they're they're nudie literally just yeah Yeah, you're literally not naked that much like Exactly. Yeah, You're literally, life, we probably. see just your face in an Udi. Like we're not, <laughs> yeah. it's not like we're seeing you, you know, running around, you know. And I, and I get, I can understand yeah. the concern if they're older and they don't understand that, I mean, technology has has completely revolutionised yeah. the way that people could totally. create content. Um, I'm also curious about your upbringing. So you actually, you're South Asian. How was that yeah. like growing up in the UK? where you're from do you know what do you know what in, in all honesty my town is very very south like don't get me wrong we have a big mix but there's quite a lot of south asians in, in my town so uh-huh. i never knew i was south asian well, okay, this can sound really stupid i never knew i was south asian until i mixed with other races that made it so evident to me how south asian i was if that makes sense like yeah i never knew the color of my skin growing up i just was like i'm shabazz and i am what i am but I never realized it until I started mixing with other races, especially as I grew up and went out of town and went, you know, to work and mixed with other people that I started realizing my own brownness or my own Asianness, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but it's never, yeah, I think growing up in, in a town, again, that is, you know, traditionally 
this social media isn't a traditional South Asian thing for with it. It is now, it's changing, but it's mm-hmm. not a traditional South Asian thing. So there's a real sense of self sort of sabotage that comes from our own community, not because they know they're doing it. Sometimes they knowingly are doing it, but sometimes because this isn't a traditional South Asian route, successful people in this route, because they've been told so much that this isn't your avenue, you will never do well in this. They almost don't want to see somebody that looks like them do well in it. Does that does that make sense? The psychology yeah. behind it. Like, yeah. So because we've been told so much that we will never do well in social media or, you know, in traditional media because we're good at doctors and nurses and engineers because that's what our parents have sort of brought us up thinking. Mm. We then see somebody doing well in an avenue that is traditionally for white people. We go, why is that person in that? They must be like this. They must be like that. They find a reason to sort of pick out that person rather than going, that's one of us. That's my one of my own. I'm going to support that person 100%. Um, so yeah, it's crazy to, to, to see that. But on the flip side, I do have a lot of people who do still support me from my own community. I just know that it's not as big as I, as big as I would have thought it would be. Like I would have thought, you know, a lot more people from my hometown or from my community would be like, you're one of us. We, we're not going to praise you, but it doesn't always feel that way sometimes. So it's crazy. That's so interesting. And it's, because I guess the South Asian culture is steeped in tradition and they're quite, it's, yeah. it's quite a traditional culture in terms of the way that is presented. I mean, I, I don't know much about the culture, but that must feel, does that feel alienating at times? I, I guess so. I think it's different now because we're, I think the change in traditional media to being social media, like social media changing the fact that you can be successful, you can make money, you can go into any career you want via social media mm. and still be a teacher and be social media. You know what I mean? We're seeing more of this. Um, it's changing and people's perceptions are changing. But bear in mind, I've been doing this for a, for a while. Like I've been on yep. YouTube and all of that for a while. So it's only recently where people have started to see that you can make a steady income off social media. Yeah. Parents and the older generation are going, oh, he does social media, but he makes loads of money because they're aware of it. So it's the perception's changing now. So it's not as difficult as it used to be. Mm. Um, but I know there's probably times where, yes, it probably was a bit alienating where people are like, I don't get it. Why are you doing that? And my, I mean, don't get me wrong, my family, my mom has always been like, oh God, here we go, another thing. She goes, here we go. Like, I, you know, I was the kid that would come down, like, I'm going out, dropping my headphones again. I'm going out for Halloween. And my mum was like, I was like, I'm dressed up for Halloween and I'm going out. And she'd be like, look at the state of you. And then, so she just got used to, oh, here we go again. Like, it was just another thing that Shabazz was doing. It wasn't ever like, you know what I mean? So when I went on the circle, she was like, oh, here we go. Here we go again. What are you doing now? So, you know what I mean? So it's, it's I love that. What a supportive mum. I mean, are they supportive or they just used to it? Who, you know, potatoes, potatoes, you know? Yeah. (laughs) It's just become a thing. She's just like, it's just a Shabazz thing. Like, I don't even, whether I support it or not, it's going to do it. So, lead into it. You do you, boo. That's that's probably what she's thinking. She's like, you do you. You do you, honey. Um, So, with the. And I don't like to talk about money, but let's talk about money because it's a great segue. Segway yeah. um, to talking about your I'm Rich, You're Poor videos. 
Now, how on earth did this start? Because now you're obviously creating a really successful business out of this. How did I'm Rich or Poor start? I need to know. (laughs) Okay, so I was watching a video of a woman making 50 different flavors of ice cubes. I was like, who has the time to do this? Only rich people with loads of time because they don't have to go to work so they can stay at home making 50 different flavors of ice cubes. That's where that came from. So, yeah, that's a... It was literally the ice cube videos. Those were the ones that started it. Yeah. (gasps) My favorite is you're so poor you can't even afford the water that comes out of the tap. Yeah, exactly. Did anyone just understand what I said? I'm just laughing so hard. (laughs) I think the idea of I'm Rich or Poor actually came from... I was so sick of watching mm-hmm. people boast about how much they have, especially in the world we live in at the moment where I'm a teacher and I can tell you now, I have seen so much poverty in my own mm. country, in, in a country that's supposed to be a developed country that we don't call a third world country. Really. You know what I mean? We, we class ourselves as, you know, rich and, you know, high, uh, you know, the pound is so strong or whatever. I've seen so many kids struggle to to eat or struggle to have a uniform. And then I've seen such extravagant displays of wealth. Mm. You spend your money on what you want to. I'm never going to criticize anyone spending money on what they want to. You work hard, you spend your money. Mm-hmm. My issue is, do you need to tell the world about how much money you are wasting? You yeah. don't. And that's where it came from. It was the idea that let me re- let me actually voice over this panning across your 15 handbags and your riches. Let me voice over to you what you're really saying to the public. And what you're mm. really saying to the public is, I have money, you don't. You, you can't don't. afford any of this. Look at what I have. That's where that came from. And then I just turned it into humor because I didn't want to lecture people. I didn't want to become yeah. like that. Look at these people. So I turned it into, if I pretend to be the rich person, and voice over what they are saying, then people, and it just blew up, like Mm. literally just went insane. And it's become such a movement that people are like tagging me and stuff. People are calling other people out. It's crazy. It's just crazy. And I I love it. I love seeing it. (laughs) It's so funny, but also you touched on this, that it was, it's such a social commentary and that is not lost on me. Like, let me tell you, that's not lost on me. That's something, I mean, obviously I find it hilarious because it's so true, but it is, that is the, there are such negative connotations when it comes to Instagram and TikTok and the, the, the display of people displaying their lives that are, you know, this perfect life. And often behind the scenes, it's not that perfect. I remember posting a photo of me smiling and somebody messaged me. She's like, oh my God, Anita, you look so happy. And I remember messaging her back and going, don't believe everything you see. Yeah. And I think that I love that even though you're, you're bringing humor to it, you're still saying this is not this is not right. This is not a, the right thing to do yeah. by, but also please keep doing it so that you can still create content. But at the same time, it's like flaunting your wealth. Is that really something that we should be doing when there are so many people who are suffering? Yeah. And like a lot of them will say, well, it's not my problem. And that's fine. No one's saying to you, donate all your wealth to the poor. No one's saying to you, go out there and do charity. If that's not what you want to do. What mm. I'm saying to you is, 
in in the day and age we live and the amount of people that are suffering and 150 million children are starving do you really need to show up that you spent fifty thousand pound on a handbag you Mm. don't need to be telling me the price tag of that handbag you can say i love i've got something i love you do not need to say what how much it costs you don't need to tell the world and we got so bombarded with instagram which is why i love being successful on I'm rich or poor on Instagram because it's such a slap in the face to it really people that is. have spent their yeah like spent their entire career mock like doing that going look at what I've got and I've got this and he is me making <laughs> making content on them on the platform they used to show off about their wealth I love it I love the I love that probably in your Kmart Audi how many do you have uh, so I I got two from Udi that they sent me. And then uh, I got two ad. more. Two Spongecon, more. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> I got two more that were sent to me from my Amazon wish list. And then I've just inherited one from one of my friends who was like, I've got this Udi. I don't wear Udi. Do you want it? And I was like, yeah, I love it. Yeah. So yep. just got, it's like, my six. costume. Thank you. My uniform. Yeah. But the thing is, it's getting warmer here. So you guys are going to have winter soon. I'm going to have, <laughs> so we're going to have summer soon. I can't do this in summer. It's freezing right now. So it's brilliant. But in summer, I'm going to struggle because what? What are you going to wear? Like, what are you going to do? On it's that warm, so yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What are you just going to show your your face? We're not we're not going to see. Maybe I should just maybe I should just do it in a pool. Like, oh yeah. Like, in summer, do it in a pool. But a blow up pool. A blow up pool. You've got to do it in like a yeah. pubo blow up pool. You can't do pub it in pool, like an yeah. actual pubo pool. Pool. You can't yeah, actually no, do it no, in an yeah. actual pool because that would mean go you know, to a mansion. Yeah. Go to yeah, a mansion. Go and to talk a mansion and talk rich, about. <laughs> yeah. Our rich people are extravagant with their wealth. Yeah. So that's so. not me. What are you talking about? And then like you yeah. pan out and you're surrounded by like this yeah. McMansion in this pool. I remember somebody said. I, she commented and she's like, oh, I've made it. I'm on Shabazz's video. And she posted, remember the one who posted about her daughter's bedroom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they contact you? Do you know what? People, it's become, it's become, a, it's weird because it's become a thing that people want to be roasted by Shabazz. So it's like, <laughs> it's crazy because I, love that. I create content, yeah. like I create content to take the mick. And then there's people that are like, mm. can you please take the mick out of me? And I'm like, no, because it's not the point, <laughs> but okay. If, if, but because what I don't want to do is I don't want people to think that because I don't call, I'm, I'm not from a, you know, I'm not from a rich background. I don't, I come from pretty much like, you know, an average background. Mm. I don't want people who are from these extravagant backgrounds thinking it's okay to think, to call people povos or to yeah. show off even more about their wealth. And then you know, or use my sound because I have a sound like I'm rich or poor. I don't want them to use that sound to show off. That's the complete opposite. That's of the, the complete opposite of what you're there. doing. Yeah. So, so there are people that are like, but I will say, I just say to them, if you've got the money, then show me the money and I'll make a video on you. Like it's simple as that. If you want me to roast you and you clearly have money to buy stuff that you want me to yeah, roast you throw about, it my way. Then send, throw, send, yeah. send some of that way, my way and I'll do an advert for you. <laughs> so, so, yeah. I can't believe that yeah. they're asking you. Like it's the, the joy so, of it yes. is that you're sent it and found it and that's, you know. Yeah. I've had a few people, like I had somebody message me and uh, she actually offered uh 
two and a half, uh, thousand, like two and a half grand, so like two thousand five hundred pounds for um, a video. Uh, I'm going to say this now. I turned it down because I think in the long run, integrity matters to me more than money will in the yeah. long run. I love that. At the end of the day, we will always. I work. I'm a teacher. I have money. I work. You know. I mean. I've got the money I yeah. need. I don't need. An and it's not about and that. Is that? To sell, yeah. Yeah. To sell my sell my integrity to someone because they want to promote a business. That's what she mm. wanted to promote. She wanted to promote her lux- luxury business, and she wanted me to do an advertisement to roast because it. it would it bring it bring people to her page. And I was like, oh, I couldn't. I just couldn't do it in my own. Like I, I've slept on it. I woke up and I was like, nah, I'm not doing it. No. I mean, 2,500. So I was like, do I? And then I was like, nah, I won't do it. So yeah. my inte- I mean, if she added a few X and zeros on that, my integrity would have gone up. Like, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I mean, you can't be bored just, bored, just pretending yeah. how much, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. There is one more video that I want to touch on before I want to play a little game with you. But the video that is blowing up and has been stitched to death. I know what you're saying. You know exactly what I'm saying. So say it right now. Who's sister should we? Who's sister (laughs) should we? (laughs) I beg your pardon. Who's sister should we? Roy's sister should we? Yeah, that's the one, isn't it? I knew you were going to say that one because it's the one I get told. I get I get shouted at that in the streets. So people come up to me going, who's Sister Shuri? Have you met Sister Shuri yet? You pavel. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think I know. And honestly, people in the streets will shout at me, pavel. And I'm like, is that really what I want people in the streets to be shouting at me, like down the street? But, but yeah. No, you are right. That is exactly the video that I am referring to. It is a lady, and I'm going to get it wrong, so you need to tell me how to actually say the word because I botch words all the time. So how do you actually say the word? I don't actually know myself. (laughs) I would help if I knew how to say it. Okay, I'm going to assume it's Worcestershire. Worcestershire? Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Worcestershire, okay. Because sh- you would say like the sh- like people would say Worcestershire, like Shire is the the sort of area or the county. Yeah. But Worcestershire, Worcestershire or Worcester is also a place as well. So so it must be Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Well, yeah, it must be Worcestershire. You just sounded like such a yeah. teacher then. You like really explained it. Yeah. You were like, okay, well, so Worcester <laughs> come. There's also the share, so it must be like yeah. put it together. <laughs> I just feel like I had a lesson. Worcester. Worcestershire. 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 Um, That is so funny because, I mean, I botch, like I said, I botch words all the time. I actually love it when the GPS says the incorrect things. Like um, we have this suburb in Sydney called Roseville and they go, Roseville. Roseville. And I love that. But Worcestershire is, is, I've said it wrong. Worcestershire. I said it. Stawazi. But it is such it a is hard, hard word. It is a hard word. And I know you weren't making fun of her, but you were very much at the same time. It's because what made me laugh was she didn't even attempt it. She just went, Sister Cherie. And I was like, who's Sister Cherie? I went, Roy's Sister Cherie. I was like, and I genuinely reacted like that. And I swear to you, I did not think that video was going to be as big as it was. I made it. I watched it. I went, I beg, I like, I watch it. And then I, I click, as part. soon as I watch it, I click duet. So I went, I clicked a stitch. And the first thing my face was like, was like, <laughs> so you'd not seen it before. 
It was a true no, blind. Yeah, genuinely. That's one of the that's what's the funniest thing because there are video that that video. So I I was scrolling and I was in bed in my like my position and I was scrolling anyway and I came across it. I went. She went. Who's this? this she, and I went. I st- I quickly I quickly uh, clicked that duet because I was like I want to catch my actual reaction and I went. I beg your pardon. And I genuinely said it. And when I went when the video came out, I just literally applauded. I went to bed. Um. I think I went for a nap. It was around six o'clock and I went for a nap uh, because I'd come back from work and I was exhausted. I went for a nap. I woke up at nine o'clock and it was on a million views. And I was like, what's just happened here? I was like, what, what, what's, what's happened here now? I was like, how has this happened? And then I knew at that point, this is going to be a video that's going to be viral. But still, I'm telling you, I never thought as big as it was like 17 million views on one platform like 13 million and 14 million views on another platform. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and then how many stitches with that? Because then they people are stitching, watch, they're yeah. reacting to you reacting to that. Yeah, they're off. I mean, I, I, can't, I can't say to you, when the, first video, when the video first came out, I cannot tell you how many times I went down my For You page and I saw my own video being stitched by someone else. Like, it was just... Shabazz said, like, it was, who's Sister Sheree? Who's Sister Sheree? Who's? And I was like, oh my God, I'm getting so sick of this, seeing my own video being staged. Like, I had to click not interested so many times because I was like, <laughs> I'm not interested in seeing my own video. Um, but people come up to me all the time and they're like, you know, I've seen your video through a stitch. It's not even necessarily through you. I no. found it through a stitch. Of and you, then they found then you through that. Exactly. Yeah. That's the oh, the power of social media. It's crazy. Yeah. Now, back to the I'm rich, you're poor. I love how you say povo. So I do want to play a little game with you if that's okay. <laughs> it's more like yeah. a little quiz. It's more like a little quiz. And producer Darcy is going to, uh, he's going to see how many you can get right. It's an Aussie slang quiz. Oh, okay. I'm standing by. Okay. We're taking score. No pressure. <laughs> All the pressure. No. <laughs> so he's standing by. So this is the Aussie slang quiz, and I'm going to ask you what each thing means. Are you ready? Okay. I am. Let's do this. Okay. The first one is so easy, and if you get this wrong, I will be very, very heartbroken. <laughs> what is povo? Oh, uh, I don't know. Um, that povo is short for poverty or someone that is from poverty that we'd call a povo. So, yeah. I love the Oxford Dictionary. The Oxford Dictionary <laughs> yeah. uh, definition uh, of poverty. Thank you. Uh, the next one is arvo. When an Australian says arvo, what do they mean? Arvo. Oh, that's so. Can you put in a sentence? Is that giving it away? Oh, I'm going to the shops, no, the Savo. Oh, afternoon. Oh, like later that on? That was too easy. Yeah, this afternoon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Afternoon. Okay. Oh, that's so cool. I'm going to use that. Arvo, are you going to use it? Oh, my God, if you use it, yeah. I'm going to be like, that was me. I take all the credit. Yeah. Okay. The next one is Botlo. Botlo. Botlo? Yeah. Botlo? I'm going to the Botlo. I don't know. That's... Going somewhere to drink or somewhere to eat? Or to, so ah, close. Toilet. <laughs> <laughs> no toilet. Do you There's eat and drink no, in a toilet? No, because <laughs> no, I just went, I went, but low. I thought, like, but low. I oh, but, but low. Is low. <laughs> uh, no, that was actually my accent. It's 
B-O-T-T-L-O. So you were close when you said drink. Oh, no. Like uh, the pub. Oh, like close. A bottle shop. Go to get, like, go buy oh, alcohol. Yeah, like a wine or oh, go buy okay. bottles like of wine. wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't give you that one. That's crazy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no. no Producer Darcy says no, sorry. No. <laughs> the no, next fine. one I'm sure is universal, but I could be completely wrong. What is Macca's? Mac- Mac- McDonald's. Yeah. It's got to be, surely. Yeah. Ding, ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. We call it Mackey's. We call it Mackey's here, though. We call it Mackey's. Mackey's. Yeah, yeah. Is that a northern yeah, thing? So Mackey's. Yeah, so we call Yeah, I think it probably is. Like, oh, I'm going Mackey's. Oh, I'm going to Mackey's. Yeah, Mackey's. Yeah, I'm going Mackey's. Oh, you got it from Mackey's. Yeah, you'd say Mackey's. I love that. No, we no, say Mackey's. like a real world. No, it doesn't. Because I said it completely. Mackey's, 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 Mackey's. Mackey's, 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 Mackey's. All right, next one. Onya. I'll say it again. As in? Onya. On your so, bike? Yeah, so yeah, or like on yours, like as in you'd get on something, like get on your bike. You'd say yeah. like Onya would be go, like, I don't know, like go get on your bike or get on your bike. On get your. on your bike. Yeah, like, Onya is like on yeah, your. Like, on your, yeah. Onya, because we, we go Onya, Onya. I was just going to say Onya, Onya. Oh, good Onya. So if you say good Onya. Good Onya. Yeah. Yeah. That means good on you. Because we say that. When someone is called a flaming galah, what does that mean? Flaming galah. That is so hard. And I thought I was good at Australian slang. I thought, oh my God, they understand me. (laughs) Flaming galah. Like, wait, hold on. If you put it in a sentence, but don't put it in an easy sentence, put it in like a hard sentence. Sharon was being a flaming galah. So either someone is really annoying or being someone who's a bit flu- like uh, loose. <laughs> I don't know how to say it in a polite <laughs> way. But someone like, oh, she's going like, she's just, or being annoying. It's no? close. It means you're an idiot, basically. An idiot. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> like you're a flaming flame. Actually, have you seen Home and Away? No, my mum used to watch it when I was a kid, but I've never uh, really Are you it a neighbours person or a home and away or neither? Neighbours. 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 Yeah. Um, well, flaming galah on home and away was Alf Stewart's catch, catchphrase. It's like, you're a flaming galah. Uh, you're an idiot, basically. You're an idiot, right? I'm going to yeah. use that because people won't know what that means here. I'm excited to hear what you think the next one is. What's a spunk? <laughs> okay, right. So it's two different meanings in that, your country and our country, right? I can I know this one. In our country, it's you know <laughs> fluid produced by a male. Um, whereas with you guys, it's someone that has like quite a quirky personality, like someone who's quite funky. No, or is it the yes, same thing? Yes, actually. <laughs> yes, you were right on the first instance. You were also right on the second instance, but. Most Australian women, when I say most Australian women, it's usually like what Gen Gen Y, Gen yeah Gen Y or Gen Gen Net. What's the what? What is it, Darcy? Gen Y. Gen Y. Gen Y. Gen Y. They'll be like, oh, he's such a spunk. He's such a spunk. It means you're hot. 
Or it will also come out in the way oh. of saying, oh, you hunk of spunk. Oh, yeah, you hunk We of really sp- double up the... Uh- <laughs> That's so crazy. Stop it, hunk of spunk. Stop. I can't even say that. That's so rude. That's crazy. That is crazy. That, yeah. Um, hunk of spunk, yeah. Hunk of spunk. you think about the origins of the word, you think about the origins of the word, it's, uh, you know, maybe that's what they're trying to say. So Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad yeah. you, uh, you look, you handled that like a science teacher, definitely. Um, male yeah. fluids coming out of a male. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. What does the term no worries, mate? She'll be right. What does that mean? No worries, mate. As in, don't worry She'll about be right. it. She'll be all right. Yeah. She'll be all right. She'll, don't worry about it. She'll be fine. That was easy. Everything will turn out right. Okay. Yeah. What does it mean when someone says, what's the John Dory? What's the story? Yeah, that was Is easy. That I knew you'd get yeah. that because that's pretty British, I reckon. Yeah, rhyming slang is uh, pretty uh, British. Yeah. Uh, like, like the what's, apples and pears. It, it was the apples and pears, the stairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We're at 70%. I reckon for question number 10, the final question, to set the benchmark <laughs> for this game. So no pressure, Shabazz. <laughs> I mean, we started strong Povo. Oh, you got that. Oxford Dictionary. <laughs> Arvo Afternoon, you got it. We then fell down. Bottolo <laughs> is indeed not the toilet. Mac is... Anya, flaming guitar, galah, bit of trouble, but understandable. Spunk nailed it. She'll be right. <laughs> nailed it. John Dory. 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 Darcy. See, I didn't even know that one. So we're all Darcy. in the same place. <laughs> but now bring it home strong. No pressure. All right. What does oh, he's boy. got Buckley's mean? He's got Buckley's. It's either got to be he's really attractive or he's not attractive. Like, he's got Buckley's or he's got money. He's rich. No? It is. Oh, I don't know. No. He's got no chance. <laughs> he's got Buckley's. Oh, that's he's so got no good. chance. Oh, he's got Buckley's. <laughs> yeah, he's got Buckley's. Yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. He's got Buckley's. He's got no chance. Yeah, I like it. Totally amazing. You are just everything I hoped you would be and more, to be honest. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling the Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle. You can find us on Instagram at the Entertainment underscore Hotline Pod or visit us at chatter.com.au. The Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle is a proud Chatter podcast. 